Hello and welcome to the Arise and Build podcast. This is Jody Grace and we're here to inspire, educate, and activate believers in Missouri to steward and protect freedom in every area of life, especially here in the heart of America. We're going to be talking about what's happening right here in our culture, how it connects to scripture, and what we can do to bring our conservative Christian values back into the public square. If you haven't already, I'd love for you to go ahead, hit the subscribe button so you can get our updates and join us as we work together, just like Nehemiah and the Israelites did, to arise and build a wall around the great state of Missouri. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a great day. Thanks again for joining me on the Arise and Build podcast. And this morning, we're going to continue talking about Nehemiah in chapter 2. We're at verse 10. We talked yesterday about how God answered Nehemiah's prayer in such a miraculous way that even the pagan king agreed to provide a way of safety and provision to provide for what God had called Nehemiah to do. So we are now in chapter 2 at verse 10, and it says, When Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard about it, it was very displeasing to them that someone had come to seek the welfare of the sons of Israel. So here we have a situation where it is mentioned that we have two officials from other lands or other nations that were not happy. They were very upset that Nehemiah was coming to provide for and take care of the Israelites in Jerusalem. And what I find interesting about this is that it's one verse. It says that these couple of guys from these other nations were very upset. And then it keeps right on going with what Nehemiah is doing. So Nehemiah was aware that they were angry and he really didn't pay them any mind at all. He kept focused and he kept right on doing the thing that God had called him to do. So from this, I know that you already know when God calls you to do something, there will be opposition. There will be people who don't like it. There will be people who actively are pushing against you, or maybe they're just talking in the background. And I want to encourage you today, whatever God's called you to do, you just keep doing it. In fact, I can guarantee you, (laughs) I promise you, there are people who are not happy, even with this podcast today, my blog, the things that I'm doing. And I'm here to tell you that God called me to it, and I'm going to do it. So stand back and watch what he does. In verse 11, it says, So I came to Jerusalem and I was there for three days. And I arose in the middle of the night. I and a few men with me. I did not tell anyone what my God was putting in my mind to do for Jerusalem. And there was no animal with me except the animal on which I was riding. So Nehemiah goes out in the middle of the night, he inspects the wall and scripture details the places on the wall that he looked at. But I think the, the important part here is that he did not tell anyone. Now, I wonder why he didn't tell anyone. Would they maybe have been discouraging 
Uh, would they have tried to distract him or pull him in another direction? I believe that Nehemiah knew exactly what God had called him to do. He had already shown us that he was a man of prayer. He was a man who not only diligently prayed day after day, but he prayed in the moments to ask for wisdom and the leading of the Lord. And I believe that he was led. He knew exactly what God was asking him to do. And he was focused on doing it. And I believe that was the wisdom of the Lord, that he did not speak a word to anyone about what God had put in his mind. And I think oftentimes, and it's a little oxymoronic, maybe that I'm here on the podcast uh, talking, in fact, about it. But Don't you know that there are many times it's our mouth that gets us in trouble? Uh, We should keep it shut much more often than we do. And we need to be very discerning about uh, the moments that we open it and the things that come out of it. And I think that in just generally speaking, I know that's an area of my life that could use work. I believe that Christians in general need to work on the level of discernment they have in in regard to the things that they say and who they say it to it's it can be a huge problem and it we can cause our own selves much grief over opening our mouth when we shouldn't i believe nehemiah was using wisdom and he knew exactly what god had called him to do and so He set about doing that um, in exactly the way that God told him to. I don't don't know about you. If I was Nehemiah um, in the dark, in the ancient of days, um, with maybe a few people and one horse, I'm sure it was a daunting task. I'm sure it would have been much easier or could have been possibly easier. You might think it's easier with more people or if you had shared your vision and, and tried to recruit some help. That's not what God directed him to do, and it's not what he did. And I think that especially in the realm when you start getting involved in in things like government and politics and um, policy, whether you're on your school board or maybe you have another, you know, elected position or maybe you're just a really involved citizen and you're attending meetings, we need to be using discretion about the things that we say and who we say it to. So um, I want to talk today as we shift gears and look at our state government. I want to talk to you today a little bit today about the Senate. Uh, last week we talked about the House and we talked about the House rules. This week we're going to be talking about the Senate. Now the Senate is a much smaller group of people. They are elected to represent you in your state capitol in Jefferson City. However, the senators have two four-year terms. So they're only elected every four years, where the representatives in the House are elected every two years. And in the Senate, it's not every senator who has to run for re-election every four years. We actually only elect half of them every four years. They are staggered. So in the odd years, let's see if I can think about this. I need to think about it. Um, The odd years, the odd number districts are all together, not the odd years, but the odd number districts are all together in one bunch. So 
2024, you will be electing senators or the senators around Missouri, the state senators in the odd number districts will be reelected. And then in 2026, the next election cycle, it will be the even number Senate districts that are up for reelection. So the senators are staggered. So there's always um, half of the Senate who has been here, who is up for reelection at one time, not the full Senate. They're elected on for four-year terms. They get to serve two four-year terms. So again, just like in the House, they have a total of an eight-year term before they are termed out and have to move on. But their terms are four-year terms instead of two. So they don't have to worry about uh, campaign season quite as often as the House reps do. Now, there are 34 senators, state senators in Jefferson City, and their districts are based on population. So generally speaking, they are comprised of around five or so house districts and represent in the neighborhood of maybe 150 to 200,000 people. So, of course, in the, in the urban areas, you're going to see many more districts than in the rural areas. Our rural areas, some of them, our rural districts, cover several counties. Um, in the north part of Missouri, we basically only have two Senate districts that cover the entire northern section of Missouri. So there are several counties within both of those districts. And then, um, so your districts are divvied up by population. There are 34 of them. And currently we have 24 Republican senators and only 10 Democrat senators. Of those 24 Republican senators, I would uh, say that we have about seven uh, who are generally conservative, what I would call conservative Republicans, and the rest I would call moderates. Uh, some of them even might even venture into what some of you would call a rhino, Republican in name only. Uh, I would say that's probably not the majority. I, would, I wouldn't categorize the majority of them like that, but we definitely do have a few who typically tend to vote with the Democrats, even though they are a Republican and they ran on a Republican ticket. Um, you can find information out about the Senate online at www.senate.mo.gov. And even, I would encourage you just to go on the website and look around. You're going to see a section. It's really easy to navigate. You're going to see a section labeled Senators. And if you just click on that, you'll be able to see their photos. You'll find, you can find your Senator. If you're unsure who your Senator is, there's a link on the website uh, to the right side down that right sidebar there that says Legislator Lookup. And if you click on that link and put in your address, that very easily and quickly will give you your elected officials, their contact information. So that's a really helpful link. I send that link to people a lot when they're unsure of who their legislators are. And uh, so the website is just really helpful. It's very informative. I would encourage you to um, take a look around. 
and just see what you can learn. There's um, the senators are listed, the committees are listed, so you'll be able to see which senators are on which committees. And um, of course, their contact information, even maps of their districts. I would point out to you that their emails are really easy to remember. If you know their name, then you know the email address because the pattern for their email addresses is first name dot last name at senate.mo.gov. So my senator is Mike Bernsketter. His email address is mike.bernsketter at senate.mo.gov. And that pattern is actually true for the house reps as well. It's first name dot last name at house.mo.gov. Um, it's interesting on the Senate side, their hearings are not archived. So if you are interested in a Senate hearing, you have to listen live. You can listen from home and it's very easy to do, but they do not archive them. So if you're at home listening and you want to be able to listen again later, you need to record it on your device so that you'll be able to listen again. It is not archived and posted. On the House website, that is archived and posted. In fact, you can even watch a video of House committee hearings, but that's not the case in the Senate. You have to listen live or actually be in the room. You can testify at any Senate hearing if you come to Jefferson City to do that in person, but you are not able to submit online testimony to the Senate. And that is something that the House does also provide. They provide a way for people to submit online testimony, even if you're not able to come to Jefferson City. So the Senate's a little bit more difficult to interact with in that way, to participate in hearings, to participate and testify, but it is still doable. Um, you have to be here to testify in person. So the Senate um, rules are not quite as egregious as the House rules personally. It, it functions a little better in the Senate because senators are, because it's a smaller group, when senators stand to speak, they must be recognized. I would say that's one of the major differences between the House and the Senate. There are other big differences too, but when a senator stands to speak, they must be recognized to speak. So um, that's a big plus. The senators have more ability to stop bad legislation because of that. Um, there are similar things to the Senate rules and the House rules, and we will definitely be talking about that more this week. But today I just wanted to give you an overview of the Senate and so that you had a good idea and i'd love for you to make sure that you know who your senator is so please hop on the website www.senate.mo.gov i'll put that link in the show notes and also on the blog so if you have questions just feel free to shoot me a message and let me know i'd love to answer them for you you know if you ever do want to come to jefferson city if you'd uh, like to have a tour guide, someone to show you around and introduce you to some people, I would sure love to do that for you. Just reach out and let me know. And I would love to meet you at the Capitol and uh, show you around.
So you guys have a great day and I'll be here tomorrow. We'll talk more about the Senate and the Senate rules and how the rules actually do affect things that happen and therefore they affect your way of life. I hope you have a great day. I hope this was helpful and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I hope you found it beneficial and valuable. I'd really encourage you in the next few days to pick up your Bible and grab the practical tools you need to arise and build. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the blog at jodygrace.com. I'll see you soon.